Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Mid-America Motorworks. Car show season is here. Get your Corvette ready by shopping over 60,000 Corvette-specific parts and accessories at mamotorworks.com. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say Alexa or Hey Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's corvettetodaypodcast.com. And while you're there, make sure you visit the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at corvettetoday.ck.page. And don't forget, join the Corvette Today Facebook group. We have over 3,400 members, and I'd love to have you as a member as well. I'm also excited to tell you about the new YouTube channel for Corvette Today. See your favorite Corvette Today podcasts now on YouTube. First, I'd like to thank our flagship sponsors of Corvette Today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 unique design styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvette. It's an absurd value starting at only $19.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And now use the new promo code CT111, that's CT111, and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, with the new promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. Also, Corvette Fever Magazine. Corvette Fever has been relaunched with an online and printed version. The online version has incredible interactivity with hidden photos and information, and the printed version is nothing like you've ever seen before, huge and glossy. Get your free online version at CorvetteFeverMag.com. You can also sign up for the printed version there as well. Corvette Fever Magazine, come along for the ride. Also, MidEngineCorvetteForum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of fellow Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. Also, a shout-out to canadiancorvetteforum.com, welcoming Corvette owners from around the world. My guest on today's show is one of the most decorated crew chiefs in racing. He was in the racing business for more than 38 years, 18 of those with Corvette Racing. He turned Corvette Racing's pit stops into a work of art. It's an honor and a pleasure to welcome Dan Binks to the show. Dan, thanks for being on Corvette today. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Look forward to these questions. This is going to be a lot of fun, buddy. First, let's talk about your early years, Dan. Your dad got you into racing, and your dad worked with Ken Miles, which is so cool. Talk about those early years and your recollections with your dad and Ken Miles. Yeah, so my dad started racing in about 49 or 50 and like an MGTD. And so Ken actually had an MG special. So he was a big guy on the scene there in LA and San Diego where my dad lived. My dad went to driver school and Ken was actually one of the instructors. Afterwards, it's like something that would never happen these days, right? Can you imagine having, I don't know, Jimmy Johnson as your driver instructor or something (laughs) like that, right? Right. It would just never happen. But in those days, it did. So they became friends. And actually, one of Ken's cars I still own, I actually own a Formula Junior that I gave to my dad for his 75th birthday that was raced by Ken six times. And I met his son, Peter. Just a wild ride from where my dad raced. And then I helped him 
through most of his career at the end he raced sort of by himself when i went off professional racing that's really cool having a race car owned by ken miles must be a real honor it's got to be a cool thing yeah i restored it for my dad's 75th birthday what do you get the guy that introduced you to your career and basically took me to college, right? And car racing, he taught me everything he knew from engines to cars. I was like, how can I not repay him, but show him my appreciation. So uh, fortunate enough, I was able to buy that car in 1980 for three grand. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing, Dan. Yeah. Now you came into racing prominence during the early 80s with Tommy Kendall in a Mazda RX-7. Talk about that and your relationship with Tommy. Yes, I had worked for Phil Connie, and a guy called me about working on a Mazda, and I didn't know much about it, and I was early in my career. I went to a place called Clayton Cunningham Racing. The first year I went there, I worked with Jack Baldwin on the Mazda. He was going to run Daytona and Sebring and did really well at both those. Mazda sort of was into young drivers, sort of like what they are today, and they picked up Tommy and paid for the rest of the year, and we were fortunate enough to win the championship in GTU with Tommy, and I think we won two championships with the Mazda. And then we went to the Berettas and won the championship in 88 with the Beretta. It was just amazing, really, that Tommy's talent. And then we were able to move from team to team and still win races together, which is sort of unheard of. We were at Mazda for two years. We were at Cars and Concepts for three years. And then we moved to Jack Roush. So, I mean, it was just phenomenal racing with Tommy Kendall. That's cool. Speaking of Roush Racing, you did spend time with Roush and Ford. Talk about the differences between Ford and Roush Racing versus General Motors and Chevrolet. Well, General Motors had relationships like with Cars and Concepts and even Pratt & Miller in the early days. They were funded by sponsors at Cars and Concepts and Jim Miller's company sponsored Tommy and the Intrepid and things like that. But when we went to Ford, it was sponsored by Ford Motor Company. We weren't looking for so-called sponsorship. It was eye-opening for me, the amount of budgets and really, if you could dream it up, Jack would pay for it. He didn't waste money, but like if you went to Jack and said, hey, I think we can do this this and this, he would find a way to pay for it. I think that's one reason why Jack and I got along. I didn't tell him any stories, right? I said, hey, Jack, I need this. And he gave it to me. And if it didn't work, there was no excuses. I just needed to work harder. And he kind of loved that, actually. He hates excuses. And so do I. They're never good. So I was able to win a lot of races with Jack. I cherished the time that I was there. That's really cool. Let's talk for just a minute about Doug Feehan. Talk about how you met Doug and the role he played in your move over to Corvette Racing. First of all, with Doug Feehan, he was involved in Cars and Concepts in the 90 Trans Am program. That was the first time I had met him. He came and helped us run our race team in the 90s with Tommy and the Berettas. And then when I left and went to Ford, we still were in contact. He lives here in town in Michigan where I live. I would see him from time to time. And then 2002, when I was getting ready to decide whether I was going to go to NASCAR or I was going to go do something else in racing... I talked to Doug Feehan and I talked to Gary Pratt. They were like, yeah, we'd like to have you on board. And they kind of worked together to figure out how to do that and make it make sense for me. Maybe one of the best moves I've ever made was going to Corvette Racing in 2002, the end of 2002. That's an awesome story. Let's take our first break, Dan. And in the segment number two, we're going to talk about your time with Corvette Racing here on Corvette Today. Vetfinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a 
your Corvette. VetFinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit VetFinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E, Finders.com. MidAmerican Motor Works has been the industry leader and aftermarket supplier and manufacturer of Corvette replacement parts and accessories since 1974. We have what you need for all years and generations of Corvette. Whether you need a door panel or a seat cover for your C1 Corvette or the latest shirt, jacket, hat, or lifestyle accessory to complement your new C8, you can get it at MidAmerican Motor Works. So if you're restoring, repairing, replacing, or simply researching your Corvette, MidAmerican Motor Works is the place to go. Visit our website at mamotorworks.com and shop Corvettes by generation or specific year. Or call us Monday through Saturday, toll-free at 800-500-1500 and talk to one of our Corvette experts to help you get the right part or accessory. Pursue your passion with MidAmerica Motorworks. The Radiator Grill Store offers protection for your C8's front radiators and side intakes. They also carry front strut tower covers to prevent rusting and pooling water, all with do-it-yourself installation. Get 10% off your total purchase with promo code CT10. See the full line of products at radiatorgrillstore.com. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, brought to you by MidAmerica Motorworks. Car show season is here. Get your Corvette ready by shopping over 60,000 Corvette-specific parts and accessories at mamotorworks.com. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me is retired Corvette Racing Crew Chief Dan Binks. In the second segment, we're going to talk about Dan's time with Corvette Racing. Dan, you started with Corvette Racing, like you said, in segment number one in 2002, and also with Pratt & Miller. Talk about that move to Chevrolet Corvette Racing and also with Pratt & Miller. Yeah, I guess about August 2002, I talked to Gary Pratt and Doug Feehan and said, hey, would there be anything available for me? And Gary reached back and said, I think the timing might be really good for you to come back to Pratt & Miller because I had worked there in the 90s on the Intrepid. So late October, they hired me. We were able to start working with the team and trying to fit in with a new bunch of guys and all those things that happened and went to Sebring for our first race and won the race. Wow. That's sort of how it went. We were able to win the championship in 2003. I think I fit in pretty good, and Gary and Doug and Jim Miller really enjoyed having me there. It really started uh, 18-year, almost 19 years of work for me there at Corvette Racing. That's fantastic. Now, like I said in the introduction, you really perfected the Corvette Racing pit stop. Talk about where they were before and then what you did and how that got perfected. Well, just like any professional sports team, right? You look at where you need to make the cars better or where you need to make the pit stops better. Fortunate for me, they had budget to put up a pit wall and have a car. The spare car was the pit stop car. And we were able to practice in those days, one day a week, maybe two days a week and try to get better and better. But over the years there, we used video where we could overlay the videos from one car to the other or one person to another and really just talked out loud with the group of guys. How can we make our pit stop better? Sometimes we'd watch somebody else and say, okay, I think they're better than we are. And then we'd try to perfect it. And then other times somebody would come up with an idea and say, what do you think about doing this? And then we would try it. 
just like anything, it's not one guy. It's not Dan Banks deciding, hey, we're going to have the best pit stops in the world. It's just I was the leader and I helped orchestrate where we went to. There were so many key players that I just enjoyed so much. You have a best pit stop or you beat somebody, you beat Ferrari, you beat Aston Martin, you beat all of those other cars that we raced for years. Nothing more satisfying to beat them in the pits. Absolutely. Hey, in 2015, your team won the Endurance Racing Triple Crown, which is Daytona, Sebring, and Le Mans. You guys won five consecutive Triple Crown events in 2015 and 16, and yours was the first team to do that since the year 2000. Talk about that because... That is such a terrific accomplishment. Well, again, the team was phenomenal. From the engine guys to the chassis guys to the engineering staff and the mechanics, you can't win those races like that without having everything has to go perfect. We first went to Daytona and won there, so then the pressure's on, right? Can you win Sebring? And then winning Sebring, and then I don't care who you are, going to Le Mans and expecting to win is optimistic at best, okay? That's <laughs> you know, the hardest race in the world, right? To win there to cap off the Triple Crown was unbelievable. And then to do it two years in a row is just like mind-boggling, really. I can't explain winning a lot to anybody. That's amazing. Yeah, that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Corvette Racing has won more than 100 titles with you heading up the team. Talk about some of the more memorable wins that come to mind. Well, I think winning Sebring as my first race as the crew chief there was pretty darn special. You always have hopes or expectations of winning, but to go there with a new team, new dynamic, new drivers to our whole group and to win that one that one's obviously one of the very best win in the Lamar to pick one of those i was fortunate enough to be there for six of the wins they won twice before i got there so i would have a hard time picking the best one the first one's obviously pretty cool when you go up there on the bridge there and they play the national anthem i cried like a baby that's probably the best one and then daytona when we finished one two five feet apart was pretty phenomenal too i can imagine you guys had 20 consecutive appearances at Le Mans, which is quite a feat. Talk about what goes into getting ready for that race, because that is the granddaddy of all races. Yeah, so people think, oh, you know, you're just going to go to Le Mans and race. But we ship around 40 tons of parts, engines, transmissions, all the parts. It's around a two-month ordeal. So a month before, we start packing everything up, and the truck leaves about three and a half weeks before and takes 11 days in the ship to get there. Then we fly guys over there, unload, prep up the garage, and then we have practice. Then we do all the things that we do to the cars, prep brakes and things for brake changes. It's just a phenomenal amount of work of about 30 people. And then finally race day comes and you just can't make it up, right? You walk out of the garage in the morning and the people that are walking around and the excitement of Lama. Then it's over, and then the real job starts packing up all the junk again for the trip home. It's just an amazing amount of work. Man, it's got to be just so tiring and so stressful, but such a relief when it's all done and over with. You know, it's like a love-hate thing, right? I mean, it is the Super Bowl, so can you imagine going to the Super Bowl when it's over? Hopefully you can win it, right? Like I said, I was there 18 times and won six with one or the other cars, but the group of guys that we put together to get there, that's expected. We were fortunate, but amazing ride there. That's true. You spent almost 19 years with Corvette Racing. Any memories that stand out the most, Anne? Well, we won the Klein Tool pit stop thing twice. They were the sponsor of the pit stop championship. 
I think they did it like eight weekends. It was uh, eliminations right from the beginning, and we were fortunate to win it, I think, two years in a row, and then we lost to one. We might have lost one in the middle and then one again later. But anyways, winning the pit stop thing was really cool. Winning Daytona is really exciting. Growing up as a kid in California, never even dreaming of being able to win a race at Daytona, and then to do it over and over again was just phenomenal. That's amazing. Great stories, buddy. Great stories. Dan, let's take our final break. And in segment number three, we're going to talk about your life after Corvette racing here on Corvette Today. Hey, honey, are you awake? Mm, I am now. I can't sleep. Since turning 50, I keep dreaming of a red door and a blue door, somehow knowing there are only choices for retirement. Okay. Through the red door, we outlive our money. We have to rely on our kids. We're stuck on a fixed income. It's terrifying. Yeah, that would suck. But through the blue door, our money outlives us. We retire on our terms. Our kids stay our kids, not our caretakers. We make work optional. Yes, that's much better. That's what I want too. But what do we do? We call True Wealth and Company at 913-653-8783. They specialize in helping successful people make work optional. They're our fiduciary Blue Door personal wealth managers. Hey, where are you going? It's 3 a.m. I can't sleep. I'm going to check out True Wealth and Company online at retirewithtrue.com. That blue door is going to be our retirement. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. American Hydrocarbon is your one-stop shop for custom interior, exterior, and engine bay items for your C4 through C8 Corvette. We can help you create a custom look for your Corvette with carbon fiber or 10 different color patterns and styles. Whether it's a custom-made engine cover for your new C8 mid-engine Corvette or custom-made C4 interior upgrades. American Hydrocarbon can help you transform your Corvette into a best-in-class show car. And now we're proud to announce that we can produce and distribute officially licensed GM products for the C8 Corvette. That includes the front splitter, side skirts, engine appearance panels, and engine fluid caps. Plus, we now also carry the C8 Speedline side skirts along with the engine appearance package and high wing. Our products have been featured in VET and Corvette magazines. Give us a call, 813-476-5638. Visit our updated website at American hydrocarbon.com or email us at pat at americanhydrocarbon.com let us help you make your corvette the car you've always wanted it to be american hydrocarbon stretch the life of your corvette's paint with nova stretch the performance protective cover from bugs to rock chips nova stretch covers protect your c5 through c8 corvette utilizing stretch fabric technology and an innovative fastening system for quick installation and easy removal and storage Made in the USA for a tailored fit, the patented design and breathable mesh protects your Corvette without rubbing or chafing the paint like traditional covers. And unlike clear film or old-time car bras, Nova Stretch provides full front-end coverage including the grill, keeping radiators and heat exchangers clean and debris-free. Visit NovaStretch.com and use the code CORVETTETODAY15 to get 15% off your order. Protect your Corvette with Nova Stretch. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. And now, back to Corvette Today with your host and my husband, Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks again for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by MidAmerica Motorworks.
Car show season is here. Get your Corvette ready by shopping over 60,000 Corvette-specific parts and accessories at mamotorworks.com. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today is retired crew chief from Corvette Racing, Dan Binks. In this third and final segment, we're going to talk about life after Corvette Racing. Dan, your last Corvette Racing event was the Rolex 24 Daytona. What do you remember about that final race the most? Well, we rolled out the C8 Corvette that we had been working on for several years. And for me, the final chapter of my career, not knowing actually that was going to be my last race. Daytona is always amazing. We actually struggled a little bit, but we debuted that car and one car finished and one car didn't. Really and truly with new cars, that's not expected, but things happen. The one car wasn't able to finish. But anyways, we had a good showing with a brand new car. Unfortunately, that's when COVID was coming and I was going to try to retire at the end of the year. That would have been 20 years in a row at Lama for me. When COVID came and they said they weren't going to France and all that, I just said, time to tap out here. That's how it went. That's how it goes. That's true. You're in motor racing for 38 years, Dan. Talk about your retirement and what you're doing now. I was fortunate enough. I did okay. I built a shop at my house and I do car restorations and repairs. So I had a bunch of C7, C6, and C5 Pratt & Miller cars that I was fortunate enough to work on in the day now all are owned by collectors or vintage racers so i do that stuff now repair those cars i do engines for all of those cars now i do engines for sprint cars we just finished up the chili bowl with one of my new four-cylinder engines built it all here right at my house in my shop so far the retirement's been a lot of fun i can't even quit right (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know a lot of people say i don't know how i did it when i was working because i'm so busy now that i've retired i don't even know how i did both when I was really working for a living. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I've been so blessed. I got a lot of engines, which is really fun for me. I work by myself or with one of my dogs or both my dogs. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any employees anymore. I work sort of on my own schedule which is still a lot of work, but I'm fortunate enough I can go to races or I can go to Florida or take some time off when needed. Which is good. That's what you want to do. Hey, racing is a family affair for the Binks family. Your son, Phil, works for Chip Ganassi Racing. Talk about him and what he's done there. Well, my son helped me in my garage growing up and all that. I guess about seven or eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago, he volunteered with Alex Job Racing and actually won his first championship with Alex Job and the WeatherTech Porsche. And then he went to the Nissan front engine GTP car, which was less than spectacular, but he learned a lot. And then fortunate enough, he went to Chip Ganassi when they did the Ford GT program. He's been at Chips for five or six years, and they made him the crew chief on the Cadillac last year for the 01 for Ranger and Kevin Magnuson. I couldn't be prouder. It's sort of a love-hate deal, right? You have your son doing the same thing you did. Fortunate for him, he didn't go to Corvette because he would always been my son there. Yeah. And now he's got his own life. He's a crew chief at 27 years old. We could not be prouder. My wife and I are just so excited for him. That's a great story. Congratulations to your son, Phil. That's fantastic. He's carrying on the Binks tradition, isn't he? That's right. Absolutely. Now, Dan, you wrote a book called Making It Faster, Tales of the Endless Search for Speed. Talk about the book and where people can purchase it. 
Well, we did a book together with a guy named Norm DeWitt. He was a family friend, and he wrote a bunch of the stories of all different kinds of racers, but also where I came from and all of the endless searching for speed and what kind of effort it goes into. You know, people think, ah, oh, you just win a race. A lot of people ask, well, what do you do for a living? And I was like, no, no, that's what I do for a living. I work on race cars, and people can't fathom that. First of all, you can make enough money to do that. I tell people there's winners and there's losers for a reason, right? People underestimate the amount of effort that it takes to do any type of racing from Pinewood Derby to Formula One. I was fortunate to win at every level of car racing that I did. A funny story, and when I was designing my midget engine, one of the guys from Florida that writes for some of the midget magazines says, you know, winning the Chili Bowl is really hard. And I said, yeah, I know, but so is winning Lamas six times. <laughs> <laughs> I understand how hard it is, and I understand what I'm trying to accomplish. But if it was easy, it wouldn't be worth it, right? If it was easy, I might as well just go play golf. And I'm not very good at that, so I'm way better at doing engines and cars. I try to do things that I enjoy and things that make me happy, and that's where I'm at. There you go. Can you still purchase the book, Dan? I believe you can. I believe it's on Amazon. If it isn't, they could message me on Facebook, and I could try to get them one. That sounds good. Once again, the book is called Making It Faster, Tales of the Endless Search for Speed. Speaking of Facebook and social media, Dan, how can people reach you? So I'm on there. They can follow Dan Banks Racing or Motorsports. Don't blow up my messenger, but if they had a question or something, I could answer it. There you go. And that's on Facebook, right? That's correct. Okay, sounds good. Dan, thank you so much for being on Corvette today. I appreciate the time. The stories were just fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. And please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And also thanks to our flagship sponsors. American Hydrocarbon at AmericanHydrocarbon.com, True Wealth and Company at RetireWithTrue.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels, get $100 off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at Aerolari.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at DJ at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.